Hello, everybody, and welcome into Thoughts of an SDR. This is season two, episode three, and I just want to begin this episode by thanking Opkicks and Palm. These were two companies that I had gave a shout out, um, not as a sponsorship. I don't have any sponsorships at the moment. Um, it was just a shout out for the work that they've done. They were two really cool companies, and and I thought that they should be. Um, I thought that they should be recognized, and they were kind enough to reach back out to me. Um, so they're they're excellent people, uh, and I highly recommend their products for sure. Um, and I'll actually finish this episode with another um, company outline because this one I saw yesterday, and I I think that it's going to absolutely blow up. So stick around towards the end of the episode. I'll do another little company profile similar to what I did. Um, for both Opkicks and Palm. But today's episode is going to be focused on the true power of video messaging. Now I'm not talking about Zoom, I'm not talking about Google Meet or whatever else you're using for you know live video feeds. I'm talking about in the sales process, using videos to your advantage. Now I've touched on videos before and I'll probably reiterate some of the information that I've said in a previous episode back in season one, um, but I just really wanted to stress uh, what's so important about operating with video. So I am a big Loom user in my day-to-day um, my day-to-day outreach. Loom is an excellent video software that both integrates um, to your uh, to your tools toolbar on Google as well as it can be downloaded. And I I work on a Mac, so it's it's always running on my Mac also. So if I want to run a video through the app, I can do that as well. Now the beauty about Loom is you can do a couple of really cool different things. Uh, You can have your screen being shared with your mouse and everything while you speak in a bubble on the bottom left-hand side, or you can just send a video of you speaking on your own. Now there's a time and a place for both. Um, For example, if you're making a one-off video that's gonna be shared, you know, in mass, and you just want to focus on yourself speaking. And that's really what you're trying to do is engage somebody with maybe your body language, um, how excited you are about something, specifically using hand motions, making it as natural as a conversation as possible. Then I recommend you using just the video of you. Uh, I wouldn't recommend using the um, the video plus the, the desktop view unless you're trying to show them something that's actively on your screen. And I do that a ton because if I'm walking you through a consultation and I'm trying to show you, uh, you know, what your site looks like now, what improvements could be made, um, where we can help, and then showing you some of our analytics tools, I want you to be able to see that in addition to being able to see me. And that's the biggest thing uh, I think with videos is how excited are you in them to a point? Are you, are you, you know, are you properly presenting yourself um, are you into what you're speaking about or do you care? That's really what it is. I think that there's, you know, a different kind of twist. You know, you get an email, you don't really want to open the email. It's just words and maybe a case study. If you get somebody sending you a video and it comes in on your inbox as a, as a GIF, uh, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, wow, you know, that person took the time to a create a custom video for me and B, I can kind of see who I'm talking to. It's not just a blank salesperson anymore. It's somebody who you can put a face to the voice. Uh, and I think that's super, super powerful and super important as we get away from in-person human connection. You know, we have to have a way where 
and we have some sort of personalization. And right now, video messaging is kind of at the forefront of that. So no matter what you use for video messaging, I highly recommend using it as a tool. Maybe not your first one because they are time uh, consuming. It can take you, you know, I did 12 videos yesterday and it took me the better part of my morning to complete all of them. Um, and that's because, you know, it's not just you turning it on and you're videotaping yourself. You're actually having to pull up all of this information. So it's okay if it takes a long time and it's okay if they're consultative videos. Um, but just make sure that you, you know, you allow yourself to have the amount of time. You make sure that you keep the amount of videos to those who are most active in your sequences, people who are, you know, reaching out to you, people who are opening up your messaging. Those are when you want to use the videos. You don't want to use the videos on someone who's never opened anything else before because they're probably not going to open it and you'll waste your time and, you know, you, you'll run out of time to perform any of the other tasks that you have running throughout that day. So super effective, super important. Body language is key. Make sure you only do it for people who have been active. And you know, what I've noticed is that the people who are active are very likely to watch the video. It doesn't mean that you're gonna get a response. It doesn't mean that you're gonna book a meeting. So there's no surefire way to ensure that. However, it does show them that you've, you've taken the extra step. You've gone the extra mile and you've created a consultation for them. Keep them short. You know, if you look on LinkedIn or if you look on Google, you'll see all these people who claim to be professionals and experts, and, and they are uh, in, in some things, right? But uh, they'll tell you, oh, it has to be less than 30 seconds. It has to be less than a minute. I think that you should do what feels right to you, depending on your industry, depending on how much information you have to convey. Um, super, super important. Uh, that you don't cut it short or that you don't stay on and you're rambling and you're not really providing anything of value. So make sure that if you have a video, you kind of plan out a cadence ahead of time. You don't necessarily have to have a script. I don't like scripting mine. I like kind of speaking naturally because I want it to come off conversational. I don't want it to come off as if I'm lecturing you on something. I want to come off as, hey, you're a friend of mine. I'd like to show you what, what some problems are and how we can solve them, that kind of thing. Um, so don't cut yourself short, but don't ramble. Find a sweet spot. If scripts are something that work well for you, by all means, use a script. If you like the natural flow of conversation or if you're comfortable in that, um, feel free to do that as well. So if I had to have any takeaways when it comes to video messaging, um, they would specifically be have positive body language and energy. Those two kind of go together. Make sure that you know, you're know you a good presence on camera, uh, that you're really you know invested and it looks like you're invested in their business. B, don't cut it short. Don't cut it short and also don't ramble. So those two kind of come in. That's like your, that has to do with the timing of everything. And then C, you want to, um, you want to keep the video structured towards the information that's most pertinent to the person. Um, you don't want to get off topic or off track. And a lot of people do this by having a script. A lot of people like being more conversational about it, but whatever way you keep yourself in check, if it's talking points or a fully fledged script, um, those are the most effective ways and efficient ways to use your video. Um, and a, a, another little bonus tip here is that I used to leave a link for a meeting at the end of them. And I noticed that that wasn't working at all. People watch it, but I would never get a meeting booked out of that. Um, I think that if you're compelling enough and you put together the best video that you can put together, you'll see a return on that. Uh, investment of your time. But understand, just like any cold outreach, it's not going to be a flood of, you know, meetings booked and meeting sets. There's no, there's no foolproof way of guaranteeing yourself a ton of meetings, but this is a way to go above and beyond, hopefully the competition. 
is probably not investing this amount of time in their active prospects, going through and doing a mini consultation for them. I think it's an excellent move. I think if used correctly, it can be incredibly effective. Um, and I think that it'll just be refreshing for your prospect to see a person rather than a bulk loaded email. So that is the end of the beginning uh, half, you know, I would say of this episode. Uh, the next part here is I want to do another company profile because I just thought that this was so cool. Um, it's also in the tech space. I know these first couple ones have been in the tech space, but man, this is just it seems like it's something so simple that everyone could have thought of or come up with, but that that's usually how it goes. The company is called dot dot. And if you type in dot, you'll just get department of transportation. So that is rookie mistake. Number one, I had to go through their Instagram to find them, but dot, and then they have a period after that. But if you go to dot dot direct, you'll come to their website. This is a very, very new company a very, very new tech company. And basically what it is, is it's like a, a credit card uh, that houses all of your social information. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't mean that it has all of, it has as much information as you want to have on there. You know, you can have your LinkedIn profile, your Facebook profile, your Instagram, um, your email address, your contact information. Um, it seems like it also can house your Snapchat, your Venmo, your Twitter, uh, it looks like also TikTok can be on there, Apple Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, it looks like it can house a ton of information and basically give you this digital profile. How is this beneficial? Well, you can get the card version or you can get this adhesive circle that goes on the back of your phone um, and houses this information. That way, if you're in passing with somebody that you know and you don't have a lot of time to take down their information, you can scan the barcode on the card or you can put out the dot, so the actual physical dot that is stuck on the back of the phone and you can scan that and you can have each other's contact information as well as social profiles, et cetera, and et cetera. Now, limitations, concerns, things like that, there's a couple that come to mind immediately. Um, and they are how much information do you wanna have on there? I'm assuming that you can control that as the user. I don't have one of these, but it would be something that I would absolutely love to try out and just see how effective it is and on, on my day-to-day -day life you know how well it would help me um because this is something where you can kind of get a full picture of somebody but also i'd like to know what kind of control you have as the user you know to stop so each unit sells for twenty dollars that is regardless of color it looks like it comes in green blue pink uh white uh, and purple, yellow. So each dot and each card um, are are all twenty dollars. Uh, the next important thing is that you know it can be business centric, it can be creative centric, uh, it can be social media driven. Um, but the point of it is that there's no app requirement here. It's an instant transfer of information, um, and it is unlimited. So you can just continuously. Um, tap and, and connect with people. So I think that this is something that uh, is going to take off in the tech space. Not a lot of people know about it, um, but I'm happy to kind of give them this little bit of platform. Again, anytime I ever do any company profile like this, I'm not being paid by the company. I don't have any free products from the company. I don't have anything like that. They're just cool things that I thought that the viewers of this podcast would enjoy. Um, this podcast lends itself to tech companies, but also because it's in sales, I come across, you know, everything. Uh, so they're just because these first couple have been tech companies. Stay tuned for more. 
Um, but this is definitely a really cool invention. I think it's a product that will be super helpful, and I think it'll be something that people carry in their wallet in the future. Um, if anything, it's it's another form of identification. It's your social identification. So it's not government provided. Um, but if somebody found this in somebody's wallet, they would be able to learn who this person is and you know a little bit of information about them. So I could see multiple uses with it um, moving on into the future. Just thought it was a cool one to share with you guys. Um, but thank you so much to end this video. Um, you guys have been excellent as viewers. Uh, you know, you guys have continued to grow since the very first season, very first episode. Uh, we had a record amount of listeners on the previous episode, hoping that we can continue that trend. Um, I appreciate everyone who does tune in and listens. It's a lot of fun to create these, and I hope you guys continue to enjoy them. All right, everyone take care and have a happy holidays. Bye.